Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello, my name is Justin Hamilton and welcome to Big Squid. On today's Chitter Chatter, Adam Richard is carving up the start of my week with discussions about potato scallops, fritters and cake. Start your week with some Chitter Chatter. He's back. It's Chitter Chatter time. The last time we talked about uh, fireplaces and how they came into being something that we could all enjoy. (laughs) Thank you, Eleanor. Uh, What do you have for us uh, this morning, Adam? Uh, Look, I know I've talked about potatoes before, but I'm obsessed. (laughs) Yes. And it also kind of came up again because of the... McDonald's doing, you know, causing a problem in this country by right. siding one way or the other in the great scallop uh, cake debate. Oh, <laughs> yes. I didn't know. What, what happened with McDonald's? Well, they just they decided that they were going to do potato cakes. Or did they do potato scallop? I can't even remember. But they, they put one of them out, right. um, you know, their own version of it. Uh, and it just had the one name throughout the country. Right. Which is confusing because when you go into state, you need to know, like, we live in Sydney and it's taken me a long time to get my head around the potato scallop because right. as far as I'm concerned, it's a potato cake. Right. And probably as far as you're concerned, because you're from South Australia, it's a potato fritter. That's right. It is a potato fritter. It's a potato fritter. They're, they're called different things in different cities, like, like different parts of Australia have different names for the very same thing. <laughs> It's so it's, weird. It's a slice of potato battered and fried. Like it's just right. like a big chip. Right. <laughs> Realistically. Yeah. That's what that's what it's called in broom. Big chip. <laughs> big chip. Can yeah. I get a big chip? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like when McDonald's fell down on one side, you're like, 
what are you doing? Like, yeah. this is this is one of those things you don't mess around with. Like, we just know when we go into state that you've got to get your head around a different type yeah. of fried potato. Yeah. Like, it's... We're fine. I mean, but, um, potato cake, I think, is the weirdest one. Like, it seems like a stupid name for yes. something. for Because the idea of a cake made of potato is strange. Well, it's it's also when I hear the word cake, I think of something thicker. And, and yes. they're, they're, they're thin. Yeah. Well, strange you should say that, but there is such a thing as a cake made out of potato. Oh, really? Uh, during the war, uh, there was a lot of rationing going on. There were a lot of things you couldn't get a hold of, like wheat flour was in, you know, scant supply. So... Uh, there was a cake developed which was made with mashed potato right? instead of wheat. Um, beautiful. You put some fruit in it. It's developed into what we know today as the Boston bun. Uh, oh, right. Which looks like it has mashed potato on top, but it's yeah. kind of icing with coconut. Yeah. But originally a Boston bun was made with cold mashed potato. Right. <laughs> I don't know how which I feel is, about that. It's a strange thing to get. Well, you can get it quite fluffy. Like you can get yes. your uh, mashed potato, you know, decently fluffy if you don't uh, use too much water. Um, by the oh, I have a, a secret for you. If you have a pressure cooker, yeah, uh, the secret to the fluffiest mashed potatoes is like just enough, you know, water at the bottom to basically create steam. Chuck your potatoes in. Do your pressure cooker for I think it's like seven to ten minutes to make potatoes. Right. Uh, and they will be the fluffiest mashed potatoes you've ever made. Because the more water you use, uh, with like it breaks down the starches. Right. So, you know, you can get on, like if you're way too much water and not enough potato, you end up with kind of like slimy mashed potato. Right. Yep. But uh, if you use less water and pressure cooker is almost no water, like it's just steam really, uh, then you can get really fluffy mashed potatoes. Yeah, there you right. Go. So re- who knew this was going to be a recipe episode? I know. It's exciting. <laughs> when, when, when did the Boston bun change over then? Probably when the rationing stopped. So <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> when people were like, yeah, I like it, but would it, how would it be if we made it with flour? Right. <laughs> And yeast. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling it would be tastier in some ways. And I love potatoes as well. But uh, Oh yeah. I'm I'm I wouldn't I would be interested to try an actual original recipe Boston bun. But uh yeah, it might be I'm sure they don't do them at Ferguson's. <laughs> no, I'm pretty certain they don't either. But, well, you know, uh, in uh, South Australia, and I think it was Queensland, if anyone from Queensland mm. uh, who's listening can uh, confirm this for me, I think uh, we're the only two states that used to call it peanut butter. Uh, oh. Sorry, peanut paste, sorry. Peanut we used paste, to call it yes. Peanut paste, and then everyone else called it peanut butter. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's and, – and to be honest, it was much funnier as a kid when you called it vagina mite and penis paste than penis butter. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm presuming that had something to do with the very powerful dairy lobby. Uh, right. Cause oh, yes. there was, cause you, you know, it would have been like, well, you can't call it butter cause it's not actually butter. It doesn't come from a cow. Yeah. And you know, they obviously lost that fight in other States. Um, cause there was, uh, there was talk, uh, of reversing the, what 
what is called like, you know, we, soy milk and almond milk and all those things. Right. So Apparently the dairy industry is furious that they never kind of put the kibosh on that way back when. Right. Um, to the point where I think it was one of the National Party members was just, just like, I mean, it's ridiculous. You, you can't milk a nut. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you can, uh, but I wouldn't put it in your coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So where can people find you, Adam? (laughs) Don't look for me. I'm a bad person. I should be kept away from. Uh, At Adam Richard on Twitter and Instagram. Fabulous Adam Richard on Facebook. I'm all over the place. And if, if anyone has learned anything from this morning's podcast, just be careful what you put in your coffee. <laughs> it's clumpy. Thank you to Adam for being my guest today. Uh, Big Squid returns tomorrow with guest Dane Simpson, and that's a super fun catch-up. So keep an eye out for that, probably dropping uh, Tuesday morning, which will be tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this. I will be appearing at the Melbourne Comedy Festival very soon for two dates only. Yes, it's so close now. On April 16th, it will be a live Big Squid recording with guests Celia Pacuola and Josh Earle, and we're going to compete against one another to create the great Aussie movie list. And on the 17th, I am doing a one-off performance of my new award-winning show, Little Victories, at the Melbourne Town Hall. Head to justinhamilton.com.au forward slash gigs for more info. That is justinhamilton.com.au forward slash gigs. And as a loyal listener to Big Squid, use the promo code code podcast and you can save yourself some coin on your ticket purchases i'll be back tomorrow but in the meantime thank you for joining me today and i hope you have a cruisy start to the week not tom cruise i mean small c cruisy until then Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.